You are Locked On Seminoles, your daily podcast on the Florida State Seminoles, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Ladies and gentlemen, oh man, happy Wednesday and welcome to Locked On Seminoles. Dave, my voice is gone, but uh, how are you doing over there, pal? I'm ready for uh, ready for Hurricane Party, Max. And I don't mean the uh, hurricane party. Don't mean the Miami kind. No, no, I know you don't, man. I know you don't. Well, folks, thanks for joining us today. It's your host, Max. And right now I am sitting, you know, the mobile command center, Sarasota, Florida. I thought I had escaped this phenomenon of schools being canceled at last or short notice uh, when I left the north and there were no more snow days. But now... Apparently, there are tropical storm days, and apparently mm-hmm. those tropical storms do cancel school, so my parents are nice enough to be extremely helpful. Let me come down here and, you know, let me get a little work done, take a little pressure off while the wee one runs around all day. Dave, are you, are you all stocked up? Are you supplied for this potential tropical storm, Elsa? No, I'm a big fan of chaos, as you know. So, you know, I'm just winging it, seeing what happens out here. If the streets flood, uh, I might uh, make a boat out of something. We'll have to see. We got a great show for you today, brought to you by rockauto.com. Always low prices, always massive selection. They get it to you fast. They get it to you when you need it. And you will never be disappointed by using rockauto.com. Tell you all that all the time. And I promise if you do, uh, you'll thank me. In fact, if you have used Rock Auto because of me, why don't you, when you leave your next five-star review, because I know all of y'all mean to, but you just, some of you forget to leave your review, let us know, uh, you know, what you got from Rock Auto and how great of an experience it was. And we'll share it. We'll share it with the fine folks instead of me telling the same four stories over and over again. But speaking of the same four stories over and over again, Dave, I'm a little jealous that I missed out on yesterday's conversation about the name, image, and likeness because, well, I don't know. It's just what everyone's talking about. You know, when everyone's talking and you're just listening, waiting for them to stop talking so you can say what you're trying to say and you're not, you're just like, hey, I want to get to what I have to contribute. It was like one of those listening to all the media, ESPN, all of it over the weekend. I'm like, oh, I want to talk about this. Uh, but fortunately, y'all were able to hold hold it down yesterday when I was I was incapacitated. So, yeah, a lot of so, fun. Lot yeah, of fun. yeah, yeah, lots of fun, lots of fun. So we don't really have to get into legal analysis because leave that to the lawyers. Exactly, of which I am not one. I think that everyone listening to this has heard nil, knows what nil is, folks. Nil is well to put it succinctly in a way that I don't. I literally haven't heard yet. It's endorsement deals. College kids can now get an endorsement deal. Uh, I've heard crazy things. I don't know if you heard about this, but I listened to Locked on Bama the other day. Don't ask why. They, I don't know. They were saying something in the Twitter DM group we're all in. I thought, hey, I'll check out Locked on Bama because I want to know, like, what do you talk about when you're just super good all the time? And it did not disappoint. It's actually pretty funny uh, to hear how they view their own team versus the rest of college. But Allegedly, DJ Uangalele may have a deal with Delta Airlines. Like what? that, yes. Allegedly, not from me, but that is like that level of some deals is being talked about, but all the way down to you know small level deals, things like car dealership deals, yep. things like that. But I want to dive in a little 
a little deeper because you all mentioned the twins yesterday, but I think one thing that really has not been talked about enough is how much this probably levels the playing field for female athletes. You think? I, I really do, man. I think that this is a game changer for them. I think if you look at social media and you look at influencers and you look at that kind of thing, I think that women are better at it. And I think there's more opportunities outside of sports for women for a couple of reasons. I think that let's say someone on our team gets a brand deal. And by the way, folks, you're going to figure this out. So let me give you the executive summary before we get deeper. I'm not a huge fan of the NIL. I love that it happened. I think it's awesome. I think these kids should be getting paid money for the services they put their body on the line for other than just a free college education, which I mean, you get in Florida for bright futures, you get three, a free college education for having like a 3.5 GPA and you don't have to risk getting CTE. So sorry, not a selling point to me. I want these kids to get paid for making the universities millions of dollars. And if someone holds that opinion against me, well, you're not the first one to hold an opinion of mine against me. So join the crowd, grab a ticket, stand in line. However, I don't think a lot of people are going to like use the products male athletes can promote. And I think if you look at influencer marketing, first of all, none of them can do alcohol. Alcohol is completely out. Yep. None of them are gambling. It's not just that they're not 21. It's that I, I could tell you this because I work for a liquor company. They're not close enough to 21. There's sort of a code in alcohol advertising uh, that we follow. It's the Distilled Spirits Council of the United States puts out widely accepted advertising practices. And one of those lines is you, you aren't going to advertise with anyone that appears under, I think it's 25. It may even be up to 30 now. Gambling's out. Tobacco's definitely out. So then you kind of look at what are these kids going to be able to advertise? Where are the deals going to come from? Well, what's number one? Apparel. It's always apparel. That's, that's what makes the world go around in sports. I think two, you're talking things like Built Bar, things like Gatorade. You're talking sports-based food, nutrition-based food. Right. And then you have your niche deals, right? Your DJ Uangalele popping a deal with Delta Airlines because I don't know what that's going to look like or even if it's happening, but things like that. Your niche deals where maybe the Florida State team does an advertisement for Astro Lines van you know, or buses because that's who takes them to and from the airport and you know, stuff like that. And then I think you're going to have your, your fully local deals, your fully mom and pop car dealerships, small restaurants. You guys talked about on the pod yesterday, the Chinese buffet that the whole offensive line goes to. So I think those are your kind of four main buckets of advertising. So we've established the four buckets and I want to kind of dive into why I think that levels the playing field for the women athletes over the men athletes. But first we talked about it earlier. I want to remind y'all rockauto.com. Something's bumping, something's clanking, something's doing all of the things that you want football players to do when they're on the field, but maybe don't want your car to do. Well, you know, go to rockauto.com. You get whatever part you need, grab the tools, head on out there. I, Look, I would suggest you wait until there's not a tropical storm outside. Just, just my suggestion, unless, you know, hey, Todd in Florida, if that kind of cools you down and you think working in the rain and it's not electrical, go for it. Just, you know, don't touch anything that's live and electric while it's raining outside. I'm not a physicist, uh, but I imagine Bryson DeChambeau would tell us it would make the shock worse. So be careful with that, but use rockauto.com. 
all your car parts needs. Go get it. Super easy to navigate. Great prices. Shows up quickly. Boom. You're done. Your car's fixed. Thank me later. Yeah, so sorry I'm, I'm monologuing like the dude from The Incredibles. I am going to bring you in in just a second, Dave. I promise. I just, like I said, I didn't get to talk about this yesterday. And it's funny. As I talk, I realize I have more thoughts about this than I thought I did. So anyway, uh, so we've got four buckets that I think these athletes deals have fallen. I said I'm not a huge fan of it. And what I mean is I love the concept, but I don't think it's going to be this holy cow kids are becoming millionaires in college thing. I just don't see that, but maybe I'm wrong. So the four buckets, I think that most NIL deals will fall in first apparel apparel is king in sports. What does every athlete want? Regardless of sport, a shoe deal. That's, that's where your money comes from Two, I think you're going to see the sports-based nutrition lines. I think you'll see Gatorade power bar built bar, great sponsor of the show, even better tasting bar. So if you are going to get something, grab a built bar those kinds of things, you'll definitely see those deals. Three, you'll see the more niche stuff and it's going to be random. I promise you're going to see some weird, wacky endorsement. I don't know if the DJ Uyunglele with with Delta thing is true, but you know you're going to see something really strange like that. Like some company is going to decide, hey, we should have, uh, you know, uh, I don't know, name a kid on Michigan. Jabril Peppers, who's not still there, should be the the face of, you know, visitmichigan.com, you know, or something weird like that. And then four, you'll have the local stuff. You'll have the car dealerships, the mom and pops, those kinds of things where that, you know, the player will really resonate with their, their target audience. So I think if we look at number one and Dave, you're the attorney on this. We know that if you're going to do an NIL deal, you now have full access to your own name, image, and likeness. That is Max Moody, six foot one, 180 pounds, short brown hair, you know, silhouette of me that could reasonably seen doing the activities I do, that kind of stuff. But the school still owns its own intellectual property. And for me to brand myself as Max Moody, six foot one, 180 pounds, number seven running back for Florida State University, I've got to get their approval for those last three things. If you have a kid at a Nike school, the school is not going to give him approval to do any kind of major deal with another apparel. And my, again, this is all my opinion. So when I say something concrete, I'm not saying it's legally sound and Dave, feel free to challenge any of it. I'm thinking more from a branding perspective. You've eliminated any brand your school doesn't do, doesn't do business with. So that's one knock against bucket one. Yeah. I, so yes, there's going to be a problem with like Adidas or Under Armour, right? But I mean, there's plenty of other smaller things that I think aren't like direct conflicts of interest with Nike that I don't think will be as much of a problem. The other, I mean, but that raises another question to me, which is it's not just Nike. We have a big deal with them, but like you also have these like businesses that are smaller sponsors of either certain sports or just in general to the booster fund. And if they're making the school happy and, and they require sign-offs on these deals for these kids. And for whatever reason, the school doesn't like it. It's not going to be far down the road that you're going to start seeing challenges to they really don't get to control their own name, image, and likeness. Don't hate me for saying this, Nike. I support you. I don't imagine Nike's going to be very understanding about an athlete from one of their schools saying, yeah, but they're not a huge brand. Nike's going to yeah. say, we don't care. No one from your school is endorsing apparel. 
it, you know, you go one step further because you also got to think what's an athlete going to endorse. I don't really care, frankly, what, you know, club wear Preston Daniels is wearing out. Like I already am going to have my own kind of style. I don't really care what bathing suit Dalvin Cook wears kind of deal. They're, they're most valuable in the thing that they they do that's made them famous. So if they can't endorse any of the major athletic clothing and then, you know, what are they going to pivot to Gymshark or Lulu? Well, those compete with those compete with Nike in the, in the, the, what's the word they use for it? Oh my gosh, help me out. You know, the, the, the athleisure. Why couldn't oh. I say the word athleisure? They're competitors in the athleisure. So now really any athletic wears out, I think. Now we go to bucket two. And that is again, your nutrition, food, things like that. Dave, you worked in the sports program. We also have a pretty serious deal with Coca-Cola, right? We, I was just going to say that. Yeah. Powerade, Power Bars. I love Built Bar. In fact, folks, if you haven't hit Built Bar yet, please hit Built Bar, BuiltBar.com, promo code LOCKED15, L-O-C-K-E-D-1-5. I'm a peanut butter brownie guy, Drake's a cherry barcia guy. Get the variety pack and let us know which one you like better and uh, you know, just keep us in the loop. But I can't believe they and I'm not like some huge expert on things. I get that. I cannot imagine the branding folks at Coca-Cola are going to be okay with Florida State athletes endorsing a built bar or endorsing literally anything but power bar or power. Rating. Yeah, that's right. So the, the Coca-Cola example is way more interesting to me because that extends to like food and drink in general. You could phrase that really broadly such that like, I, I don't know, Chick-fil-A, like, I don't know if they're a sponsor of FSU or not, but say they're not, right? If Coca-Cola owns companies that produce food products, I could see them saying, well, we don't want you doing any other food. It, it all depends how you like frame what exactly it is. Is it food and drink? Is Coca-Cola have a monopoly on food and drink at FSU? Because that means they can do nothing really. Right. And that's the thing. You can use your own name, image, and likeness, but you can't use Florida State. And that is why just overall, I'm giving a bonus point to the women. I do genuinely think women, for whatever reason, are better at social media. They typically can have larger, stronger followings. The influencer market on the woman's side is massive. There are influencers on the men's side, but typically they're already established actors and models that kind of you know, make money as an influencer, whereas you see a lot of homegrown, organically grown to a degree influencers on the women's side. And I imagine that if you're not, a, let's say you're not allowed to use your school brand for certain things, I think there's going to be a lot more. And I'm talking folks, I'm not talking at Florida State. I am talking across the country. I think across the board, you will see it will help the women, maybe not more than men, but just as much and at least more than people are giving it credit for. Because I think a lot of the conversation has been centered around just, oh, there's going to be brand deals. All the, all the football players are going to make all this money. And it's like, yeah, I just... I don't know. I'm not buying it. I'm just not. I think that brings me to bucket three, your niche deals. You will have some household names, some very, very famous people for whatever reason, you know, your Trevor Lawrence is coming out of high school. Um, your, I, I don't know. I don't want to just sit here and rattle off famous people. Y'all get my point. There's a lot of people that for whatever reason are able to find some fame. The UCF kid that had the huge YouTube channel that was able to monetize that. I think these twins are kind of the same way. They were popular pre-Fresno State. Uh, frankly, I think another one, and this is going to be really interesting, is when Josh Richardson crew, if you don't know who that is, that's fine. Be glad because you're 
we're all too old to know who that is. I just have to follow social media stuff. He's the big, he's a huge TikTok influencer who's trying to basically start his own venture capital fund based around, um, based around influencing and really connecting with brands. I'm interested to see what high school athletes build up now that they know about this, build up an organic TikTok following or an organic Insta following. And you build up that kind of following and then you go to a school and then you brand yourself. Uh, that's, that's, I think where a lot of those third bucket niche deals are going to end up coming from. And then the fourth one, the local stuff. I, what do you think, Dave? I imagine that's a point for the men that frankly, just locally. I'm not sure even going back to, I think that one is. And I think the third one and the fourth one probably both are because this may be like my aversion to, or naivety to like social media. I don't do social media. I hate it. But if you're talking about like the traditional sense of what these companies want, like you're talking about the revenue generating sports, they want the big faces, the big names. Those are typically going to be basketball and football players. So if you're talking about like, uh, I don't know, like Delta, Delta's just, I don't, I refuse to believe that they're going to pick somebody in a women's sport that may have a big following, but they could also have Trevor Lawrence. Like they're going to pick Trevor Lawrence in that scenario because he's a bigger name. So I'm interested to see what takes precedence there, social media or just kind of the traditional revenue generating. Everybody knows who this is because of the sport rather than just their off the field following. Yeah. I think that falls into three and that absolutely is a huge point for the men. You are 100% right on that. Now, all right, so we've kind of done that, and I think that's just the Max Moody thesis statement, folks. I broke down the NIL for you a bit. I kind of put you, gave you my four buckets of where these deals are going to fall. I could be totally wrong. I yeah, and I'll say this. I hope you're right, because uh, especially about like the women benefiting, because we talked, Drake and I talked about this yesterday, where the, they're probably going to go a step further when there's a challenge in court to like the NCAA not playing paying players in general, and if and when that happens or the NCAA kind of be, becomes disbanded or pointless, where is that money going to go? Who's making the money for the school? Well, it's the basketball and football teams. So are women's sports even going to be sustainable at that point? I don't know the answer to that. It's a serious concern. And Dan Lust shared that concern too, when we had him on. He, so if you go back and listen to him talk about that, he said title nine's not implicated in this. I don't know the answer why I really don't. I mean, football and basketball aren't going anywhere, but without the money from football and basketball, which could go to the players eventually, if, if that money's not going to fund all these other sports, they cease to exist. That's, that's how that works. No, that's a great point. And you got to think, wh which way will it go, right? Will, do you need a law or a rule or a governing body to force you to have these sports? Or do you do it because you believe in the benefit and the value of them? And frankly, dude, I think it's, the law school, business school, apparently every grad school answer, it depends. I think you have schools yeah. like Clemson who are willing to completely cut every other program but football at the at the slightest sign of like things might not be right. And then I think you have some schools, not to make us be the the the, the shining, you know, knight in shining armor here, but I genuinely believe that when the guy that I think is going to be our next AD becomes our next AD, I think he genuinely sees value in the other sports. I don't see him just funneling all the money to football. However, I think that if women athletes can find a way to build their following and, and self-sustain a bit, it's not going to hurt them, but realize NIL funding is not going to go to the team. So 
if they don't have the sport, you know what I mean? It's yeah. kind of a, I don't know. I don't, I don't want to get too deep down this rabbit hole. And I know I have really enjoyed this conversation, but that's just my thoughts on an IL. I see those four buckets of deals. I think the apparel one is ex- going to be far more limited than we think. I think that the food one is going to be extremely limited. I think that you're going to see a couple of these massive high dollar, you know, niche deals. I'm looking at apparently what it was, was DJ Uyangalele tweeted out, thank you for always having great flights at Delta hashtag July 1st. He tweeted that out like two weeks ago before July 1st. So maybe he was selling himself to Delta and there was smoke there. I don't know, but either way, and then four, you'll see the local ones where I think that probably swings to the men. The bottom line here is there's a lot of questions and that's the fun of it. We're going to figure out a lot of interesting things in in the very near future about who, who, how you can be successful, who can be successful realistically, whether this benefits big or small schools. I, we're going to find out a lot of interesting stuff and that's cool. I would say this in a closing thought. I think there are going to be a lot of moments of, oh gosh, I didn't think about it like that. Cause we're all yeah. thinking, right. Oh, Deion Sanders would have had a shoe deal. And again, I'm here to tell you he wouldn't have because Nike would have put the kibosh on it. And Nike would tell Florida state, why would we pay one of your kids for a shoe deal when all of you have to wear Nikes all the time? Now, I don't Maybe you'll see. Yeah, it's not fair. I wouldn't say no. You might see some side deals, right? You might see, you might see some Jameis Winston posters from Nike and they pay him a little extra for it because I guess the other side that I'm kind of, I kind of didn't hit on is Nike now as a sponsor of Florida state, no longer owns Jameis's name, image, and likeness. Right. So, there is that deal to it. If they want to sell, you know, I guess Jersey sales, things like that. Uh, I just don't think you're going to see like these massive, like you won't see like a massive Zion shoe deal. I just don't think that's because it's a captive market. He, he can maybe get a shoe deal from whoever Duke has, but they know they've kind of got him for a year. So anyway, I don't, I don't want to go back down that rabbit hole. I said closing thoughts. Uh, and then number two, I wanted to answer a question that y'all talked about yesterday, if I may, because I, Please. I haven't heard it yet. There's been a ton of talk on Twitter about what if what FSU athlete would have benefited the most from the name, image, and likeness being legal. Now, I don't know if maybe dollar-wise wouldn't have benefited the most, but my answer that I think would have benefited greatly that saw nothing in return uh, would be John Pack because he was the low amateur at the U.S. Open, and he couldn't make a cent off of it. So when you when I think of someone that – as a Florida State athlete, had they been allowed to do some NIL deals, could they have made a lot of money? I got to think John Pack in that year from low amateur to going back to college for a full another year, probably could have made a decent little chunk of change in the golf advertising community. So I don't know. That's yeah. just me. like, and you think about the things I was saying, the preclusions. Well, yeah. Okay. So we know he's a tailor-made guy. We know he's a Nike guy, but he could have been an Amex commercial with Phil. He, he very quickly as an amateur, as a college athlete became an a nationally recognized guy. Anyway, I'm babbling, but I think he was, he's my answer to who would have greatly benefited the most. I mean, the, the reality is if you're good at what you do, if you're good on the field or on the diamond or wherever you are, you're going to be able to make money off of it. As long as you're, you don't just like make yourself a completely unlikable person. Somebody will pay you to want to be something that brings attention to their company because it's cool. And people in Tallahassee recognize it. Absolutely agree, man. So it'll be fun. It's finally, you know, it's cool to have something we don't know about, right? It's just going to be interesting to see how it happens because we already know Florida State's winning 13, 14, 15 games in a national championship this year. We know we're getting the number one recruiting class. 
We know Gainesville's sure. going to, you know, lose all 12 games or whatever, yeah. however many they play down there. We know Miami's going to have a total cumulative total for all six of their home games of like 11 fans watch anything. And, you know, we just know these things. So it's nice to know that there's something that we don't know. That way we can stay in business talking about it. Folks, thank you so much for stopping by. I hope wherever you are, you're staying safe. You're staying inside. You're staying out of this miserable weather and you're having a phenomenal hump day. I'm your host, Max. With me as always, had Mr. David Weiss. This was Locked on Seminoles. We'll see y'all tomorrow. Don't know.